Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the head coach at Straight Shot Training. This is the fifth episode in our six-part series on working out at home. The topic of today is training towards your goals while training at home. When you're in the gym, you have access to virtually everything you would need for virtually any goal you would have. You have lots of weights if you're trying to gain for strength and you need to be lifting heavier weights, you've got the weights there. You have different pieces of equipment like medicine balls and, and bands and plyometric boxes if you want to work on your, your power, being more explosive. You have cardio equipment there that you can work on your endurance or cardiorespiratory fitness. There are different implements you can use to work on building more stability or balances. Uh, Everything you need there to build muscle, if muscle uh, mass is your goal, or you know different, basically everything in there that you could use to help you uh, maintain your muscle mass while burning lots of calories and managing your nutrition, so you can lose weight. So you name it, whatever your goal is, you're going to be able to accomplish that by by going into the gym. Well, since we've had to transition to working out at home, I know a lot of people are just trying to kind of maintain uh, their fitness level, but have probably not given up, but taken, given their goals a bit of a backseat because, you know, you can't get big at home. You can't get stronger at home. You can't get more athletic just doing stuff at home. Uh, well, I want to explain to you today how you can still take your goals that you're working towards when you were in the gym and make the training that you're able to do at home still help you work towards those goals. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say that you're going to get a bigger bench press by doing lots of push-ups, but I can explain to you some things that you can do with your training at home that will help you make a little bit more progress towards that goal than if you did nothing or if you just did random workouts at home with, with no real focus. So if you had those those goals set for yourself when you're working out in the gym, you can still be working towards those. It'll be obviously a slower pace. Things are going to look a little bit different. It's not going to be probably as efficient as it would be in the gym, but who knows? Maybe depending on the goal, it might be just as efficient, if not more efficient, because of the advantages of training at home, which I know does not get talked about enough, and I want to try to highlight today some of those advantages. So getting into your goals. If you're just looking for general fitness, if that's why you go to the gym, you're looking to have a decent level of strength, you want to have good mobility, you want uh, to make sure that you're not getting injured both in the gym and the things you do out of the gym, so you know, exercising for injury prevention. Maybe you have um, a slight weight loss goal that's as part of your general fitness, and honestly that's really just managed through your diet. You can do that even without a gym. Uh, so for general fitness, you want to try to make sure that whatever you're doing at home, you have a good balance of the way you're training, similar to the way that you would if you were in the gym. So maybe structuring your week so that you have you know, three full body lifting days and two cardio days. So you can have you know, a well-rounded approach like that. Or four um, lifting days where you did upper body one day, lower body another day. You repeat that later in the week. And then you do one or two days of cardio with that. Uh, either in between those those four or later at the end of the week. So for general fitness, working out at home is is a pretty smooth transition. 
you need to make sure that you're doing some exercises that are difficult for you in the less than 10, less than 8 repetition range. So using whatever you have available for you for weight at home or doing bodyweight exercises that are difficult enough to be challenging in that rep range, you know, shooting for 8 to 10, 10 to 12 in that rep range for general fitness, and that will help you maintain that kind of well-rounded approach to, to fitness that you were that you had when you were in the gym. Um, so that one's kind of the easier one. Is if you're just trying to stay in shape, just try to do something for an hour every day and make sure you have a mixture of resistance exercises and cardio respiratory exercises uh, or modalities, types of cardio that you like to do. And make sure that you are working everything, both pushing and pulling. So you want to pull just as much as you're pushing. You want to make sure that you're working upper and lower body and working your core and making sure that you're working in a variety of different directions. So forward and backwards, up and down, side to side, and twisting. So that would be your, your general fitness. Now, if you got something more specific, let's say you wanted to gain endurance. Maybe you were working towards uh, doing a race, and most likely that race has been canceled, but you still wanted to work towards it, and you might still run that half marathon on the date that the race was supposed to be held, which a lot of races are doing now virtual races. And even if they don't, I would highly encourage you to still try to do that event on the day that, that it was supposed to occur so that that uh, it's going to be less of a, an emotional letdown. It's still going to be kind of sad not being able to do it, but um, you've trained really hard for it. And I would highly suggest that you continue to train for it and actually do it. It's, it's a great exercise in uh, both the mental and physical aspects of training for something. So if you're trying to increase your endurance, training at home, you're, you might actually have a little bit of an advantage because you're not going to have your travel time to the gym and you're not going to have to wait for any equipment. You're going to have, maybe have less distractions. I don't know. It depends on, on what your your home life is like and, and you know kids and schooling and, and family stuff. It, it might be difficult, but for some of you, you might actually have more time. I actually have more time to work out now than I did whenever I was working in a gym just because of just... I don't have as much, much of a commute. Um, I'm not seeing as many clients, obviously, because I can't see clients in person uh, at the gym. So for training for endurance, your repetitions on your strength exercises are going to be somewhere in the um, you know 12 to 15 or um, or very low repetitions with a lot of sets with very little rest in between. Building up your endurance is all about just you have to build up how much work you're doing. So sets times reps over the course of the week for each of those exercises is called your work capacity. So when we work on endurance with straight shot, we call it work capacity so everybody understands that we're not just doing tons and tons of, of repetitions, you know, 20 squats, you know, 20 push-ups. We're still doing some heavier, heavier movements, but we might decrease the rest periods. We might increase the amount of sets that you're doing them or rounds if it's a circuit so that you're trying to accomplish more work so the way to train for endurance is look at how many sets and reps you're doing or rounds if you're doing circuits on of each exercise for each muscle group and you want to try to do a little bit more each week and the rule to follow is 10 percent if you can if you increase over 10 percent from what you what you did the week before for those total repetitions or a total amount of of work performed by that muscle group or, or your entire body if it's a full body exercise, if you can stick to around 10%, you're not going to overload yourself to the point of overuse injuries. Stay under the 10%, so let's say if you did in a workout 100 squats over the course of the entire workout, so maybe it was uh, you know 
uh, four sets of of ten weighted squats, and then four sets of ten uh, maybe jumping squats, uh, and let's see what is that we're up to now we're up to 80 and then tw- 20 um slow tempo squats if if you know if you're just talking about squats here uh so that would be 100 total repetitions the next week you would want to do and that was that was by the way it could be over the course of an entire week we're talking those 100 100 squats or in one single workout whatever your level is anyway the following week you would do 110 squats uh or add 10 percent more weight to that exercise Okay, so it's 10%, 10% is a good rule to stick to so that you're not just doing more and more and more and more and more and, more and getting burnt out. When building work capacity, it has to be smart. You have to build it up uh, in a way that's not going to that's gonna overload you enough for your body to have to recover, but not overloading you to the point of where you can't recover. So that's training for endurance. If you're training for hypertrophy or trying to gain muscle size, the big part of that is your diet. And being at home, this might be another advantage for you if you're trying to gain muscle is you are going to be able to eat more often. Uh, if you are having to make all of your meals at home, you're less likely to eat out, so you're not getting those you know, junk calories that, that are full of uh, you know, high levels of, of fat and processed carbohydrates. You're going to be able to get a lot of calories, obviously, if you're trying to gain muscle, but you're getting it from you know, lean proteins and whole foods and complex carbohydrates and... Uh, better fats from uh, from plants, avocados, nuts, thing, uh, fatty fish, stuff like that. So you have the opportunity to to have a pretty good chance of gaining some muscle while at home just on the diet side of it. Now, gaining muscle, the good news about hypertrophy is that hypertrophy can occur at any repetition range provided you go to failure and you have sufficient volume, which we talked about in our endurance section or work capacity, you have sufficient volume. Everyone has a maximal recovery volume that's very individual, so it's the level that you're able to recover from. You know that you're not able to recover from something if you're just constantly sore uh, and you wake up tired and your your repetitions go down or you're, you're not able to lift the same weights. That's when you know, okay, I'm doing too much. I need to back off. Uh, the other thing that helps with hypertrophy is sleep. And you might actually be able to sleep more now because of a different work schedule or you're, uh, you're not having to commute as much and you're going to be able to get more sleep, more quality sleep. And you need to get enough sleep if you're trying to gain muscle. So you can sleep better. You can hopefully eat better. And remember, uh, if, if you don't want to eat it, just don't have it in the house. And if it does end up in the house, remember, you don't have to eat it. So when it comes to moderating your diet at home, I think it's much, much easier than, than trying to moderate your diet whenever you are at work and you're, you're stopping places for lunch or people are bringing things in. Um, I mean, everybody has different struggles with, with their food when it comes to, uh, to moderating their calories. Um, either going up to gain mass or going down to lose body fat. But um, I, I do see some advantages to being able to to eat all of your meals at your house right now. Uh, for hypertrophy, you could still do kind of like a bodybuilding style split. Uh, I would prefer probably like an upper lower split, but you could definitely do chest one day, back another day, legs another day, shoulders another day, you know, arms and core another day, however you want to split it up. It's just you need to have enough exercises. So if you're splitting up by body part, let's say um, at least three exercises per body part, 
if, if not more, three to four body exercises per body part per week, and a total of four to five sets of, uh, of eight to 12 repetitions um, per exercise per body part per week. Now, everybody's different. That's a very general kind of, you know, classic hypertrophy workout uh, of sets and repetitions, but you're going to be limited by what you have at home when it comes to weight because you can't just do 10 repetitions, uh, four sets of 10 repetitions and expect to gain mass. They have to be four sets of 10 or four sets of, of, of five if it's really heavy or four sets of 15 if it's light. But by those last couple reps, you should barely be able to squeeze them out if not not be able to squeeze them out. Okay, that is the whole part of, of the going to failure part of hypertrophy is it has to get to that point where your body can't, you can't get out that last rep. Uh, and it's also difficult at home because you don't have a spotter. So you're going to have to find ways of, of doing it safely and bailing on exercises and stuff so that you're not, uh, not crushing yourself with weight while you're trying to get a little more muscle mass at home. But remember, diet is the most important part of hypertrophy. Anytime you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, diet's the most important thing, and sleep recovery is huge. So you could definitely, you're, you're probably going to lose some strength. I mean, all of us are going to lose some strength working out at home if you don't have heavy enough weights, but you might be able to still gain a decent amount of muscle mass that will help you get your strength back when you get back into the gym if you are able to keep your, your calorie intake up, focusing on those quality proteins and, and quality fats, quality carbs. Uh, so that you can try to put on a little bit of lean mass while you're at home. Uh, the next one, strength, gaining strength while at home, is a tricky one because unless you have weights that you're able to that you're able to increase with week to week, you can't have progressive overload. And progressive overload is one of the like, tenets of strength training. You you have to be able to increase your load. The only other things you can do is. Uh, is if you can't increase the actual load on the bar is you're going to have to put yourself at some type of mechanical disadvantage so your body your your body will have to work harder to move that same weight so this is maybe going from a deadlift to a deficit deadlift because you've added range of motion going from a squat to a split stance squat or a lunge or a step up going from doing a uh, a dumbbell bench press to having a band wrapped around your back and doing a banded dumbbell bench press. So gaining strength is, is possible if you get creative with it. And I've had a lot of fun getting creative with different exercises. Uh, if you uh, head over to my Instagram at straight shot training, you can see a lot of different exercises I've been posting of, of ways to make things more difficult for yourself at home. But the, the main thing is you want to try to make each exercise as difficult as possible for yourself. You're going to be working get out of the the mindset of I have to squat I have to to regular deadlift I have to bench press to hold on to my leg strength and my upper body strength uh, you're going to have to do some different exercises to try to maintain your leg strength and your your shoulder strength and your pectoral strength think about it in terms of how do I keep the individual muscles that help me with this lift how do I keep each muscle that's part of this system of muscles, how do I keep each of those as strong as possible? Which is, I know it's a strange way to think about it in terms of functional fitness, but you know, if you can find ways to do you know, banded pec flies and, and leg extensions and leg curls and these, these isolation or unilateral movements, you might be able to actually load up each of those tissues enough by, by putting yourself in those, uh, in those lifts 
that you might not normally do, you might be able to load those up better than trying to do, you know, bench press with every bit of weight you have and it only weighs, you know, 125 pounds. You can bench all day long with that, but if you can figure out a way to make that harder for yourself, um, that's going to help you get stronger. So training for strength is going to be tough as long as you keep doing something. I actually have, well, when this whole thing started, I had 200 pounds that could possibly have on this on an axle bar. That's that's what I had here. I don't have a regular barbell. Just have this basically it's like it's a two inch uh, thick, looks like a, like a car axle uh, for a strong man. I do all my barbell lifting with that because that's what I have. So. I would I would use bands. I used two bands on it until one of my bands ripped. Now I, I, then I just used the one band, and I would try to move the weight faster. I would try to go down slower. I would add repetitions or a set each week. And recently, someone let me borrow two twenty fives and two forty fives, so an extra one hundred and forty pounds of weight. So thank you very much, Bobby, for letting me borrow that. And I was able to I'm able to now have three hundred and forty pounds on the bar well the first day i threw all of those weights on i had no problem moving the weight in fact now i've stopped lifting with the belt on for most of my lifts because it's another way of making things more difficult for yourself you don't wear a lifting belt you have to rely on your core to brace you it's gonna make your core a lot stronger uh, it's actually gonna help your lifts um, go back up faster when you get back into the gym if you if you start lifting without your lifting belt uh, just do it safely but uh, without a belt, I was able to to pull the the 340 for sets of of eight on sumo and then sets of eight on conventional deadlift the other day, uh, and then I um, I'm going to start adding a band uh, back to the weight again. So uh, just because you're you're out of the practice of moving these heavy weights doesn't necessarily mean that you've lost that much strength. As long as you keep training, keep making things difficult for yourself, keep trying to strengthen up each of the the muscles that are part of these systems you're going to maintain a lot of that strength. Uh, finally, we're going to end with power. This is a great one to work on at home because so much of training for power or being more explosive uh, or increasing your rate of force production, how fast can you move your body weight or how fast can you move an external load, power adaptations actually happen at reasonably or relatively, sorry, relatively low percentages of your one rep maximum on each lift that you're going to be doing. So if you want to try to get more explosive in your legs, doing a really, really heavy squat slowly is not going to make you more explosive with your legs. Doing a very light, maybe, you know, holding 20-pound dumbbells jump squat or doing box jumps or jump lunges or skater hops or broad jumps or depth drops, which is where your depth jumps, where you're dropping off a box and landing. Uh, all of those are part of a, a structured power program that you would do in a gym, you can do all of these things at home with without a whole lot of weight. So if you are an athlete and you're trying to, to stay explosive and fast and moving all these different directions and, and hold on to your athleticism before your sport starts back up, if it starts back up this fall, or if you're an athlete and this is your off season and you're seeing this as an advantage that you now have that, wow, I've got, you know, I'm, I, have, uh, I haven't been in school. I'm speaking to you student athletes right now. I haven't been in school. I've had this extra time. I'm going to have you know this extra time over the summer. We don't know what school is going to look like coming back in this fall. I can actually be ahead of the game by, by training smart now at home uh, while other people are, are sitting around because they feel like they can't do anything because they don't have a gym. So for this, it's all about moving faster. Now, obviously, you want to make sure that you still move with really good form, but moving faster, increasing 
or, or decreasing the time it takes you to move your body weight or the object you're moving, that is increasing your power. It increases your rate of force production, which is your power output. So lighter weights moved explosively. If you have a kettlebell, you can do your kettlebell swings. You can make a sandbag. I made a, a sandbag that I was, uh, you may have seen on my Instagram, I was doing those um, sandbag over the shoulder uh, throws and burpees, and that would be a, a good workout if you're trying to, to get more explosive or more athletic. Uh, I've been doing a lot of box jumps. I've been doing a lot of broad jumps, uh, single leg jumps, vertical jumps, uh, backflips off of the stump that I use as one of my uh, plyometric boxes. I mean, anything that you can do. Uh, just, well, don't do a backflip in your yard unless you know how to do one. Uh, and I'd love to teach you one eventually uh, whenever we can all get back together. But uh, for now, any jumping drills that you can do that you can do with good form uh, safely and you don't have any pain on it. If you're, if you're not used to jumping, you do need to get into it carefully by learning to land first. So maybe just starting by you know, short jumps off of things and landing. You want to make sure everything feels good in your ankles, knees, and hips before you start adding any more velocity to that by jumping higher or faster or more repetitions. But power is one of the easier things to work on while at home, which is why with the straight shot training program, actually we were supposed to do a strength cycle. That's what was on our calendar coming up uh, a few weeks ago, and I pivoted and moved the entire program into our power phase because it's just it's so much easier to to work towards that adaptation while at home and knowing that will that a lot of the the people on the program will be able to be back in gyms over the ne in the next maybe month uh, we'll work on strength once we come back into the gym that'll actually be the first thing that we work on coming back is is rebuilding your strength so um, it's definitely stuff that you can there's stuff that you can do now all the stuff we talked about stuff you can do now to work towards uh, those goals that you've had when you were in when you were in the gym, uh, but for the most part, it's it, you're going to have to to recognize that there's a lot of um, uh, challenges to those goals when training at home, and that you just need to do the best that you can uh, and be focused with your training on you know why am I doing this exercise this way. Uh, for this many times uh, with this much weight is this help me work a little bit towards that goal that I was working on whenever I was in the gym or maybe you need to change your goal maybe now's the time to work on something a little bit different while you're at home but I would just encourage you not to just just try to do random stuff which random stuff is better than than nothing in most cases but I don't want I don't want you to feel like you're spinning your wheels like I'm, I'm not doing anything I just keep doing the same you know body weight hit workouts you can definitely work towards some things and have some goals and set some goals for yourself while training at home now if you are thinking ahead so maybe you're a couple weeks or a month away from getting back into the gym uh, you're going to need a, a program that's going to help you get back into things there and just like i said before with straight shot we are going to be moving into in a couple of weeks a program that's going to help you get your strength back and get you back into those movements that you were doing before uh, gyms were closed around the country so if you head over to straightshottraining.com click on the button at the top that says free month or if you're on that page you can read through everything that straight shot is about get to the bottom and click let's get started uh, both Clicking either one of those will take you the same page that is a free month, your first free month, uh, your first month is free of the Straight Shot Training Program, and it's just $21 a month after that. You get 
uh, six workouts a week. Right now, um, it's actually seven because we included a body weight only workout if you don't have any equipment. So you get those, those workouts every week. Uh, there's demo videos for everything. A uh, little secret for you all, we're about to, to film a bunch more exercises I'm super excited about. Uh, so you have demo videos for all of those exercises and you have a, access to a private Facebook group where you can see uh, other people who run the Straight Shot Training Program if they post a question or um, I'll post some, some videos in that group explaining each training cycle and how it works. You can go through those and watch those videos. And uh, of course, if you have access to me as your coach, you can shoot me a message if you have any questions of how to modify an exercise uh, for the way that you have to train at home, or if you don't have a piece of equipment, how can I do the same exercise with what I have at my house? I would love to help you out with that. Just head over to straightshottraining.com, click free month, get your first month free, just 21 bucks a month after that. This will be huge for you going back into the gym because you're gonna have a, a, a structured plan. You're gonna have me guiding you through that transition from training at home to training back at the gym that you love to work out at. So thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions regarding the goals that you have and how to keep working towards those while you're at home, I want you to shoot me a message, Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y at straightshottraining.com. You can also find me on social media using the handle at straightshottraining and shoot me a message and let me know what you're trying to work on and and let me know how, uh, what you need help with. I would love to help you out. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you all have a great week.